let's get started on this. All right. All right, welcome to episode 38 of Insert Super Pun Here. I'm Allison. And I'm Parker. And fuck, that was a professional intro. That was really good. I tried really hard when you said 38 to be like, wow, because we've been doing that. I think yeah, I think like we the can stop. Eight yeah. It's just like, no, everyone we do, it's going to be a higher number. Oh my gosh. So, Every time it gets right. a higher so number. That was very professional. Yeah, I mean, we then ruined it I know. with that, but. With the swears and the. Yeah. Recapping. The recapping. The recapping of, of the intro. Of what I didn't do. <laughs> Are you proud of me? Patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> All right. Well. So before we start, did you see anything yesterday from the no, DC how Dome how the hell? Fandom okay. Thing? I saw a picture of Robert Pattinson. Okay. Oh, you're on social media. Also, I, I saw that something happened with Suicide Squad 2, but I didn't want to watch it because I don't want to be spoiled. Okay. I mean, it was, it was just really a character roll call mm-hmm. of just letting us know the characters, and I knew the characters who were going to be in it. Okay. Um, anyway, but I have to say. Well, fine. Is there anybody cool? Anybody you're excited about? I mean, there's a, a polka dot man. There's a bunch of people. Do not know him. Right? There's a Sounds lot of great though. There's a lot of randos. And I think <laughs> it's very James Gunn. Okay. And it's gonna. I think it's gonna be good. And it, deep so cuts. James whole, Gunn is a deep cut yes, kind of guy. He said it's. He wants it to feel like. I believe his quote is a 1970s gritty army. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm really. But after, are we gonna watch Platoon? But Suicide Squad. He. I have faith in him. He took a weird group yeah. of people at like Guardians of uh-huh. who knew how that movie was going to be and made it good. Yeah. The problem is, so I watched I watched all the trailers just because who knows when we're ever going to be able to see these movies, mm-hmm. even when they come out. Like Wonder Woman's supposed to come out in October. Um, New Mutants is coming out in theaters in five days. Well, I'm not going to go see it. Right. So it's just one of those things like, like who knows when yeah. we're going to see these. So I did watch the trailers. Cheetah looked really cool. Okay. And they actually showed a picture of Kristen Wiig as Cheetah looking really cool. Um, Chris Pine with his fanny pack was super hot. Um, so, yeah. Oh so, was, that was a really good trailer. Um, the Batman trailer was actually really good, too. Okay. Um, I sent you a text yesterday. They confirmed that the Batman takes place on another Earth. Yeah. Um, I did read some of the articles about The Flash and stuff, and Ben Affleck's going to be in it, and I think Michael Keaton's still going to be in it, so it's going to be like a whole multiverse mm-hmm. thing, which is The Flash is the perfect way yeah. to do that, and, you know, DC strength is multiverse, mm-hmm. so I think it's good that they can now have all these standalone things, mm-hmm. and just say, well, it's on different Earths, yeah. but maybe every now and then we might bring somebody yeah. around, so I thought that was really cool, um, and then other things you wouldn't care about, like the Suicide Squad video game looks phenomenal. <laughs> There's a new Batman video game, Gotham Knights, that looks phenomenal. So there's a lot of really fun things. It was, I like this era of, I mean, I don't think it's good because of all this is happening because of Corona, Uh but I like the fact that all of this stuff now, all these, all these fan convention stuff is online Mm -hmm. because I was able to pick and choose what I wanted to watch and look at different things and read articles. I didn't watch any of the panels, but I read articles about the panels and stuff and it just I don't know it was just nice to have the option if I wanted to watch a panel yeah I could so I I, I don't know I I like it I mean again I don't like it because it's all happy because of corona yeah but it was just cool so there were a lot of really cool stuff so So I'm going to share those with you and our listeners because this is a superhero it is well so speaking of um 
I think since the last episode, um, Shield, Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. has ended. Mm-hmm. We um, finished that. It was a great ending. Yeah. It was nice. I think it's. Uh, so I, of course, then restarted Shield from episode, or season one, mm-hmm. technically episode one. Yes. Um, <laughs> and um, I think one of the things that I'm enjoying is like whatever episode I'm on, 10, I think, yeah. 9 or 10. Um, somewhere in there, it's the Berserker episode. Mm. And it reminds me of how, like, closely tied Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. originally was to the movies. Right, how they was Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm also interested in the way that it ended. This is a spoiler if you guys have not seen the the end of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is the the end. But I'm interested with, like, so you just talked about DC's, like, alternate universes, or different, yeah. yeah, you know, different Earths and stuff. And then in S.H.I.E.L.D., we were in... Well, I mean, technically in um, Endgame. Timelines. Yeah, we were introduced to timelines in the MCU. But then in S.H.I.E.L.D., now they can move between timelines. Because of the quantum realm. Yeah, right? Yeah, it was because... I mean, it's not like I paid attention to science. No, but it was because of Ant-Man stuff. Like the same realm that Ant-Man sent people through time. That's how they did their time travel. That's how Fix did. Well, it wasn't time travel; it's timeline travel. Right, but he also they also did do time travel. I have no idea, dude. I barely hung on to that. When they were building with Enoch, yeah, were they in the in space? They were in space. Space in a different timeline? Or were they in the quantum? I don't know. But they used the quantum realm yeah. to do that. I, yeah. Whatever. But no, I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. ended up really, really great. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see, you know, because it's been, I've never rewatched it. Right. So it's, yeah, been, it's been, been a long, a long time, time since I've seen first episode, or first season S.H.I.E.L.D. And, yeah. and how different it God, is. God, is so hot. Well, and it's just, it's funny, watch, like, again, when we were watching the finale. Also, I, I forgot that Ward and May fucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were like an item. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> but I, I thought it was funny when I was watching the last season of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm just like, they're talking about Daisy, it's Quake, and all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know when Daisy was Sky. <laughs> yeah. Like, her name was Sky. she was just a hacker. Like, <laughs> She's like trying to find her mommy yeah, and daddy. It's yeah, it's just, it's very, it, it's very funny to think about that. Um, but also, Marvel's going to be doing the multiverse in the second Doctor Strange movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, I think it's, called Madness in the Multiverse or something like that. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so, so Marvel and DC are both going to be going after the Multiverse. Did you get your new glasses already? No, it's the wrong one I ordered. Oh, the one and, you canceled? Yeah, but oh, it hadn't it wasn't sent to me. Yeah, because okay. no, yeah, I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, so, no, that's why I didn't open it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just a side conversation. Yeah, sorry. So, okay, so this, so this week's movie, this week, this podcast this, movie. This, the this movie episode. for this episode <laughs> um, was another, you know, kind of like, we'll call it Parker's Choice. We had <laughs> Allison's Choice and then Parker's Choice. And the Parker's Choice episode was... Um, well, why don't we call it Parker's Pick? Because Parker's it's making Pick. me think of Sophie's Choice. Oh, she's <laughs> oh, <that'd be> horrible. <laughs> um, was the 1996 made-for-TV Fox movie, um, Generation X. Mm-hmm. Um, you had... <laughs> You hated it. If I was watching this movie by myself, <laughs> I would have made it maybe 15 it. minutes in. Yeah, you hated it. I hated it. it. And it, I mean, it never got better. 
Yeah, and I have a lot of nostalgia. So I have a lot of nostalgia yeah. with the movie, and I think it was very similar to there was a movie. Oh, um, wasn't Jonah Hex the Phantom? Okay, I hated it when I was watching. Yeah. it. I saw it a long, 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 long time ago, but I wasn't that connected to it. Uh huh. And I hated it, but you watch it. Yeah. Well, on a more regular basis, and you enjoyed it. So the thing about the well, okay. So I do. I guess I do have nostalgia about mm-hmm. the Phantom, but also like I didn't like any of the characters in this movie. Any of them. Yeah, I mean they they okay. So before we jump, or in, actors, or whatever yeah. we want to say, like well, I wasn't emotionally invested in any. The of only it. actors who were anybody that I knew was mm-hmm. the person who played Emma Frost because she was Blossom's mom. That, well. <laughs> Blossom's stepmom. Uh-huh. I think she was the dad's girlfriend in Blossom. Okay. And yes. then um, the guy played the bad guy because he was yes, the, he was the weird dad from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, so, and from the miniseries Alice. Which yeah, I've been, I think I've seen, but I you still see. remember who he was in it. He was the knight. I don't. Remember. Okay. I still don't remember. Um. So yeah. So there's a lot of like, and then a lot of teenagers because it's. Xavier's school and Ugh. stuff like that. So younger people who you really didn't know who they were. But before we go okay. in, and get into the movie, I want to just take a second. And I want us to Think travel back. <laughs> back in time. So this would be a good place for you to put some time travel music as we're... Or oh. some memory music. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, some type of sound effect that says we're traveling back <laughs> in time. Or that we're flashback. Okay. Um, so I want to flash back. What does flashback music sound like? Well, I, I, I can hear it in my head. Okay. It's, I'll you're going to do it. It's not going to work. So I'm going to send it to you. Okay. You can cut all this all right. out, but um, I'll send it to you. But it's like the... <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You, you've seen TV shows where they do flashback yeah. stuff. So, mm-hmm. the flashback. Is that where, like, the then the um, there's that weird, yeah, the like, wave, wave, yeah. Yeah, and wave, wave, wave on the screen? people were actually watching us, we we'd would be, be in black and white? Not black and white, because <laughs> we're not going that far back in time, but a little paler. Oh, okay. You know? A so little just, fuzzier? Yeah. Yeah, not as high definition? You know the music. We'll find it. Okay. I'll, I'll send it to you. So, anyway. So, we're going to go back. We're going to go back. Back in time. What year? We're going to go to 1995. Oh, God. We're going to see 95, 96, a 13-year-old Parker. <laughs> Who? Giant head. Super <laughs> skinny. Super skinny. Giant jeans. Yeah. Wore yeah. <laughs> very big jeans. Very uh, large shirts. <laughs> um, 80 pounds soaking wet, but still needed a size large <laughs> for my shirts. For some reason. Um, oh my god, yeah. you're so passionate. Oh, yes. But, so we're going to go back, and I am going to the comic book store. <laughs> and I am picking up a wizard magazine. <laughs> Alright? And I picked up my wizard magazine. So mm-hmm. wizard magazine was this fan comic book, comic book movie, geeky magazine that they had back then. Um, the company- It was the Tiger Beat of... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Anytime I would either go to a comic book store and I could get one, it was like six, five to six bucks. I was happy. Or when my mom um, needed to go to the mall, and I'd be like, "Can I go to Walden Books?" And I would go to Walden Books, and I would leave. That's a throwback. Yeah, and I would go through mm-hmm. the magazine with my so grubby little you, hands. And... <laughs> this is where you got all of your your information yes. before the internet, right? Right. Exactly. How I got all my geeky information. Um, I also had a whole just like. I, I wasn't, 
I would go to an ice cream shop that we had, and they would have these old comic books that I would also buy for like a buck, and the guy would also throw in old wizard magazines and things mm-hmm. like that. So I had a whole bunch of those. So, so 13-year-old Parker, looking at my wizard magazine, and it was a bit, it was an X-Men one. Um, it was, um, Cyclops was on the cover. I actually found the exact article and magazine online. Thank God for the internet. Um, and I was like, was this really the one? And I, as I was looking through, I was like, oh my God, this is literally the exact one. Um, so (laughs) I'm going and I'm looking at it and they have this thing. Um, it was, I, I don't know if this was the first one, but it was, I remember years later, there was always a bunch of this article called We Cast. Okay. Um, or Dreamcast, something like that, and they're cast live action comic book movies. Okay. So we're in a time, 95, 96, where we did not have a lot of live action comic book movies. No. We had that. The I've Batmans? Had, we had the Batmans, which I watched. The old Supermans? Um, the old Supermans from like the 70s and 80s. Batmans, mm-hmm. 80s, early, early 90s. Mm-hmm. But um, the only Marvel. Live action ones were some horror, the Fantastic Four that never saw the light of day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was no eBay yeah. in 95, so I was not buying copies of it. There was no YouTube for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a Justice League CBS cartoon, um, live action show that we're going to do another one for oh, Parker's God. Choice. Parker's um, Pick. Parker's Pick, sorry. Um, but I remember I bought that off eBay as well later on, but... There was this stuff, Marvel also had their Captain America movie that I never watched, mm-hmm. um, but it, I heard it was really bad. Punisher with, um, with, um, Thomas Jane? Nope. I was like, no, no. that, um, Dolph Lundgren played oh, the Punisher. I do not remember yeah, that. Yeah, so, right. I've never saw it because it was mm. too violent and stuff, but I just remember <laughs> it existing. But so we didn't really have any real, and the, there wasn't even really a lot of like, Batman, the, Batman and, Batman Forever was like 96. So we had the Batman movies, but there just wasn't really a lot of, a lot of live action. Mm-hmm. I was very, in this time, I was very into Marvel Comics. I was very into old X-Men, um, Chris Claremont's X-Men. Um, the X-Men cartoon was on Fox with the Spider-Man cartoon. So just a lot of this stuff. But it was, <laughs> there was no way that we could even dream of a live action X-Men? X-Men. Mm-hmm. Like, we just... It wasn't going to happen. So they did this whole... Um, in 95, they're like... Um, oh, they call it a casting call article. But they did a bunch of it. And this was actually the first one, which is really interesting to see. Um, and they cast a dream X-Men movie. Now, there's going to be people who I don't know, so we're not going to go through all the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but their first one was... As far as the X-Men, this is what it says. So they wanted to cast Professor X. Uh And this is what they said in 1995. As far as the X-Men go, we have an eight-hero team. Um, We're going to put the coolest creature, uh, the coolest members of it. Leading the team would be Professor X, played by Patrick Stewart. (laughs) And it just talked about why Patrick Stewart would be the best yeah. You know, during casting. And then five <laughs> years later, it happens. You know, so they cast Patrick Stewart as um, Professor X. They do some other casting. Um, Michael Dorn from, um, I guess he was Worf from The Next Generation okay. as Bishop. Okay. Um, but I didn't know, I didn't know who he was because uh-huh. um, I never watched The Next Generation. But they went to Delph Lundgren, and I remember this picture of him <laughs> as Colossus, I think, because I of the hair. Yeah. 
was like a big thing that they wanted. They wanted, um, I don't know who this guy was, a Cyclops. Now you have to remember, this is 1995. Yeah. Michael Bean? Yeah, from apparently from Aliens and the uh-huh. first Terminator Okay. But yeah, he, but he. Oh yeah, he was Reese. Yeah. From Terminator. Okay. So they wanted him as Cyclops. Um, now she's a model, I believe. Iman. Yeah. Iman. She was, yeah. Yeah. But she it, was a model. She so was married to David Bowie. A lot of these they went by looks. Yeah. Because if you look at all these people compared, like this picture is very yeah. like even like the hair. Right. Like if you just dyed her hair white. Yeah. You know she would have that storm look. Um, they had they had John Clark Van Dam as um, Garrett. I could see it. Yeah, right. In His accent would not work, though. <laughs> um, Nicole Kidman is Jean Grey. Okay. You know, again, look at the pictures yeah. and how they could do it. Um, now, oh, I know her from... Oh, Tia Carrere. Yeah, from the... I only knew her from Wayne's World. Uh-huh. Um, but as um, um, a Psylocke. Psylocke? Psylocke, oh my gosh. A Psylocke. <laughs> Which would be cool. And then Clint Eastward as Cable. Ugh. So they did this dream casting. None of these came about except... Patrick Stewart. For Patrick Stewart, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And it was just, yeah. But, so I remember this was... I lived for these casting call articles. Mm-hmm. What if they made an X-Men movie? What if they made an Avengers movie? Something for this bang bang, huh? <laughs> well, just, you know, just a live action X-Men mm-hmm. movie. So then... I remember seeing commercials on Fox for a live-action Generation X movie. Movie or show? Well, it was a movie. Okay. It was it, it was supposed to be a pilot for a show, but they were advertising it as a movie. Okay. So they were doing it as a movie on Fox, and I was so excited. And I heard it was supposed to be also, if it did well, mm-hmm. it was, I don't, I don't know where, probably from a Wizard article. Because there's no way I would have <laughs> right. heard it. It's not like I'm on Twitter, you know, in 96. You had no sources. Exactly. Trying to figure it out. But they talked about this Generation X mm-hmm. um, live action movie. And I was really excited. Generation X was a really cool comic that I really enjoyed. It was more of, obviously, the next generation of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. So kind of the X-Men, you know, especially Chris Claremont, like the X-Men weren't kids anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they still lived at the school, but the only kids you really had were Kitty Pride um, at times, and she, even by then she was older, so they had Jubilee. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of, I think the way they did it was, well, now we need a new generation of kids mm-hmm. to actually be in the school mm-hmm. and learn how to be X-Men, and let's keep the most popular kid, Jubilee, because she was in the cartoon, she was big in the comics, and so they had her kind of be like the main kid mm-hmm. in the um you know being like okay you've been hanging out with the adults and doing stuff let's hang out with some people your, um, own, your age. own age they had banshee okay. um who i think he was a big part of i want to say excalibur in the comics and stuff but he was also a big part of the x-men and everything mm-hmm. like that um he had his sonic screams but he was gonna be um, Professor X wasn't going to be there. The original X-Men weren't going to be teaching in the school. They were just doing other important stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe this was a time when Professor X disappeared <laughs> or was doing stuff, but he wasn't in charge. So there was going to be two headmasters. Um, there was going to be Banshee, um, Sean Cassidy, and Emma Frost, who used to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, she was part of the Hellfire Club. She did a lot of stuff with Phoenix. 
making Jean Grey evil, all that stuff. But then she um, became good. She's always been good and bad, good and mm-hmm. bad. But she became good, and so she was going to – she was in the comic as the other headmaster, and they were going to kind of do it together. And her kind of sneaky, weird, I don't want to follow the rules way mm-hmm. kind of went along with Banshee's the good cop, she's the bad cop mm-hmm. type thing. And I think you saw that in the show. Yeah. Like they played that off, but that's how it was in the comic and everything like that. Uh, Emma Frost in the comic um, dressed very similar to how they portrayed her in the X-Men The First Class Mm-hmm. With basically wearing laundry type <laughs> yeah. stuff, but she had a lot of you know she's supposed to be very sexy, mm. you know, very sexy blonde hair, all that stuff. So we were gonna have, and then a bunch of characters. We'll talk about some of them because some of them were from the comic uh, in the movie, and some of them were just made from the movie. <laughs> so you know there was gonna be this live action Generation X movie, and I was super excited. So I remember getting my, you know, saying I called the TV. <laughs> you know, we were only allowed an hour of TV a day, and I begged my mom so I could watch. You know, normally our hour of TV is something like Seventh Heaven or some shit like that <laughs> with the family. Because um, I was still only 13. Yeah. So I still had to listen to my mom. And so I was like, I, I really want to watch this. This is really important to me. Uh, and I'm going to tape it so I can watch it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I taped it, you know, <laughs> put in the blank tape, hit <laughs> record, and I... Loved it. I loved everything about it. I saw X-Men powers and people doing it. Oh, it was just it was just so great. And I wore out the tape. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched it all the time. I just thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a lot of years later. To this year? Yeah, like 25, 25 years, years later. Yeah. Okay. It, I had a lot of nostalgia and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a good movie, but I can see how. I also think watching it now, seeing that there's been multiple X Men movies, multiple superhero movies, and all this type of thing, it wasn't that. It, it's not a good movie. I mean, it wasn't even. I don't even think it did well. That's why it never became a show. Yeah, like they had it as supposed to be like a pilot, and that it didn't do good rating. The ratings were not good. Um, and so what they did was they decided not to do it anymore. Um, yeah, so it was part of Fox Tuesday Night at the Movies on February 20th, 1996. Um, and they were testing the waters for a series of movies or TV shows trying to do it. And it just didn't do well. And so they then canceled it. Um, but it was just, it's a weird movie. It's a very weird movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it before we go into like characters, like just the feel of the movie, the lighting of the movie was very like Batman forever. Right. And I just looked it up. So mm-hmm. Batman forever came out at the end of June in 95. Mm-hmm. And this movie came okay. out in the beginning of 96. Yeah. And so, and you know, they didn't take a long time to make this movie. Right. But there, <laughs> I, there's no way that what's his face. Um, the guy that played the bad guy. What was his name? In real life? <clears throat> Matt Frewer. Yeah. There's no way that he that he could have based that character on Jim Carrey's Riddler, right? Just the timing right. doesn't so, match okay. up. There's, there's so, no way, but he... I was talking about light. 
and the way things looked before we Oh, I'm sorry. Did I jump ahead? Jesus yeah. Christ. Am I not allowed to have an opinion on you where can. this episode goes? No, I just, I, we weren't talking about characters yet, but let's go to that. No, it's fine. No, I want However to you want to do. Oh I'll God. just take out that whole thing. <laughs> no, no. So, yes, he was very Jim Carrey. Yes, yes. but you're right with the light. So, his character mm-hmm. was very much like... Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yes. And then the lighting, the lighting was all like... It was all blues and greens and, and reds it was and neon. Neat. Yeah. Like in the police station, in the school. Everywhere. In, the, in his lab thing. Right. Or the, the boardroom. Yeah. Like it was just Everywhere. all these weird lightings. And then made, and we both said it reminded yeah. us of Batman Forever mm-hmm. with the lighting. And then he... It was just... He and was then the way he was acting. Straight up. Yes. But like how? Like super... I mean... I don't know, but it was just super over the top. It was very. Jim- but it was so similar was to Jim Carrey's Riddler. Jim Carrey in general. Yeah, I guess. So yeah. I, I think he was just trying. Maybe that's just the go-to because he even had the face. Like it was some of acting, like the mask. He even kind of sounded like, like yeah, him a little bit. It was yeah. Very, it, it was very. Um, it was very similar, and it was very weird. Um, I wanted to see if they told us when they kind of started making it, um, when the movie was actually made, and I can't find that. Um, because I'm just curious if he did watch, you know, if some, or if somebody, somebody saw Batman Forever and said, we need to make the movie very similar. Uh. Like, being like, again, because the lighting was too similar. It was the same. Sorry, I just looked ahead. The building that they use for the school, it's the same as what they used in the X-Men movies. Yeah. As well as, um, the Queen family mansion in Arrow. Oh, that's really cool. And, and the, the Luther, Luther family in mansion in Smallville. I mean, yeah. it's probably just a go-to castle. Filming also took place in a shutdown mental hospital. <laughs> and a big abandoned factory. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. All that makes sense. So, um, so yeah. So what they did was they, they made it very... It was supposed to kind of be serious, but also like... like look, looks was supposed to be very colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie was very serious, except for him. Like there wasn't yeah. a lot of jokes in the movie. He was super silly, right? He was supposed to the be villain, the comedic right. relief, and right. Like so, he was. So he's a villain. So what he was was he was a doctor who studied going into people's minds and testing. He wanted to test mutants because he would go into. They had a. With their mutation, he found that their mutation came from a piece of their brain. Okay. And, or because they were mutant. Did you get this from the movie, or did you read it? No, no, no. Okay. This is, I'm not... Because <laughs> I do not... No, this is so... This is what I remember from the movie. Okay. That there was something, maybe a hormone or something that happens in the brain because of their mutation. Okay. So he was testing on mutants. Okay. Um, but he kind of was he had a lot of science about not real science but going into <laughs> people's dreams yeah like that's the whole main it was inception before inception exactly yeah um but he said there was something with mutants would allow him to actually control people even more like because the whole movie he's doing some um sublim- subliminal subliminal <laughs> subliminal subliminal um, subliminal yes i said it. <laughs> he was but he was kind of like for advertising and things like that, trying to get people to buy products or play video games and stuff. Mm. That's why. So just like Batman Forever. <laughs> yes, no, that's okay. There's a lot that's very Batman Forever. 
Batman Forever and yes. Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. And Josie <laughs> Although that was 2001. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, very, a lot of this movie is very Batman Forever. Yeah. So they had to have it's so weird. It's like seen it. Maybe yeah. their writer's rooms were adjacent. <laughs> so they just kind of talked. Or they maybe, were like listening through the vents. Or maybe someone knew someone. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, watch this movie. He's like, yeah. you know what? Let's make an excellent movie about this. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was very the same kind of storyline with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they wanted to add the mutant thing. So he was test. He the, it started off with him trying to cut open a mutant's brain, mm-hmm. um, and then Emma Frost was also a scientist, and she came and she stopped him. She was a well-known scientist on mutations and all that stuff. So she stopped them and made him get fired, lose his job, all this stuff. So he has an ongoing grudge, okay, against Emma Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that. Yeah, right. I but so so he so he just. This really over-the-top bad guy yeah. who was just creepy. Yeah. Because he was talking to a lot of teenagers and in a lot of teenager dreams. Yeah. And he did a lot of, like, lip licking. <laughs> and it was just like, the way he talked. It was just very creepy. Yeah. It was super creepy. Like, he was, like, the embodiment of stranger danger, I think. Yes. <laughs> and again, the movie is about teenagers. I know. And it was just in a lot of their brains. Mm-hmm. And so it was very, it was very weird. So speaking of teenagers, yes. I have a real question to ask okay. you. So this is the time, and I know that it still happens now, but this was like the Dawson's Creek time where you have like 29-year-olds playing high schoolers. Yes. Nobody in this movie looked like an actual high schooler. But... I no. have a question because a is that maybe just has a lot to do with nineties fashion or right. were they all like super old? I don't know. I I I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look up all the actors. They all like they, they look, look the same old. age as like Banshee and, <laughs> and, and Emma Frost. Frost. They they did yes, they did not look like teenagers. Uh, but what was really cool, I think one thing that hooked me too was the introduction, so you're introduced, the first real mutant, besides Emma Frost, you're introduced to is Jubilee. Uh-huh. Um, and the way you're introduced to her is the same exact way she's introduced in the X-Men cartoon. Okay. Um, from 92. So, so you had a little nerdgasm. Yeah, right, because it was just really cool. So she's playing a video game. Um, now, there's no... Ma- the, um, what was his name? What was his name in real... Not in real life, in the movie, the bad guy. Um, Trash. Russell Trash. So Trash, his face shows up while she's playing the video game and keeps saying, play more, play more. <laughs> and so she keeps playing yeah. the video game more. Um, and as she's playing, her light fireworks come out of her fingers, fingers, which is her power, which is really great. I love Julie's power. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. What's really good in everything is she even makes fun of it, mm-hmm. and everyone else makes fun of it. But that's how they we were introduced to her in the X Men cartoon too. She's playing a video game, and her powers. Was so, it literally fireworks? It, it, no, it's not the term. So I feel like that's racist. Well, they they <laughs> she's supposed to be Asian. Well, the they, yeah, they describe it as fireworks. Okay, but Professor X. But it's they, like sparky things. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's it's light. And it's she short circuits things okay. a lot. Okay. So she's playing video games in the cartoon. So it's like and, electricity, right? Okay. And she shorts, but it's also colorful. Okay. Yeah. So so she short circuits. So she's Emperor the, Palpatine, but with better colors. <laughs> so she sh- short circuits the video game 
in the cartoon, and then the Sentinels find her, <clears throat> come after her, and stuff like that. So she does the same thing here, but she gets arrested. Yeah, because there's no Sentinels. There's just the regular cops that are arresting yeah. unregistered mutants. Right, because there is a Mutant Registration Act, mm-hmm. and all of that is still happening. Um, this weird version of Cerebro goes yeah. off in the um, in the mansion, and Banshee and Emma Froster are like, oh no, there's something happening, we have to go save a mutant. Okay, so, Banshee, he's fine. Yeah, like, he's like, whatever. He has his Irish accent, Scottish accent, sorry. Um, oh, I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah. He has an accent from that. I era. mean, a Banshee is well, Irish, so... Right, but I think he's supposed to be from Scotland. Okay. The character. Um, right, but he has this accent that's yeah. not great. Um, but he's fine. Emma Frost, they put her in the worst blonde wig yeah, it was that bad. I have ever seen. Like, it was a bl- like He's really, Irish, yeah. Like, it was, like, he's supposed to be Irish. Oh, Banshee, okay. Yeah. Um, he, she just had a really bad wig. They put her to try to, because she couldn't be super sexy, uh-huh. they put her in high boots and this white corset. Yeah, and then she had, like... And then a leather this, jacket. It wasn't leather. It was, it was leather. leather. It was 90s pleather. And, it, you know, the big shoulders and everything. Right. So she was, like, honestly, the most covered up sexy, sexy Emma right. Frost. Exactly. But, yeah. Because it was prime time. It was yeah. Fox Nights in the movies. Yeah. You know, things like that. But it was just they did not make her sexy at all. But they tried. What was really nice about this movie was they tried to stay they tried to make the characters look close to the comic. Mm-hmm. This was because... Without angering the mom. Well, like, in the, 20, <laughs> in, in the, in the, in the, tw- in the 20s, in the 2000s, mm-hmm. when X-Men, like, they made a point to stay away from X-Men colors and cartoony mm-hmm. costumes. Like, they wanted... They, they even made a joke about it in the, com- you know, in the movie, being like, what do you want? Yellow spandex or something yeah. like that, and they put them in black leather. Like, I feel like, like they put Jubilee not in a lawn yellow coat, but they put her in her yellow coat that she's mm-hmm. in. Um, Emma had her corset, things like that. Like they, yeah. they tried with colors. I think and stuff Banshee had that like X yes. thing. On a, I just saw a picture. On a vest. Yeah. But they put, like, it was a, like, it was a vest that zipped up, but when he zipped it up, they had yeah. like an X. So like, they tried to make it close to the comics. So she looked bad, but I, but back then I appreciated it. It was very 90s. It was very 90s, but it was also just like, wow, she looks like the comic a little bit. Yeah, you, you saw the reference course. points. Exactly. Um, so we introduced to Jubilee, and basically they come and they, um, and I feel like we can go through the plot because it's very little plot. <laughs> um, but they go and Emma does her, um, her mind control powers to yeah. pretend that she, they're cops and that they're taking her. Yeah. Um, and all that. They're the FBI. And then they pick up this other kid. Well, so then we meet another kid who goes willingly. Like, basically they talked her parents into, um, we don't see it, yeah. but they just say to her, your parents told us it's okay for us to take you. See it? Do we see her they, mom they talk, talking to her? They, they talk to her mom outside. Oh, outside. The, yeah. Oh, so they don't even talk to the mom before they go to the police station. No, they go there, they talk to the mom, and then, and then they, they go, they go in. Oh, okay. I, I, 
Come on, we're not going step by step here, but well, no, but yeah, try to remember. I apologize. I've seen this movie once, <laughs> and I've almost completely wiped it from my mind. We remember that far. So, but she's going more on like feeling like she was given up by her parents, gave up on her. Yeah. Um, which again was also very similar to that. Right. Cartoon. But then the other kid um, the voluntarily. Other kid, yeah, it's going. So it's um, his name in the comic is Skip. Um, his what a name, terrible name. His name in the movie is Skin, but his real name was Angelo. Um, but his code name is Skin, and it's because he has basically Mr. Fantastic powers. Uh-huh. He can stretch. Yeah. He stretches his body, he does all I think it's very interesting stuff. that they tried to do, like, they tried to have, like, a little diversity in there, but, but they still made Jubilee a white girl. Right. Well, Jubilee, I don't think, was... Ever, like, even in the drawings of her in the cartoon. She's Asian-American. She's Asian-American, but they didn't really... I just don't feel like they did a great job with Jubilee, like, portraying her as Asian-American. Okay. Like, even in the drawings in the cartoon, like, I think they tried to do the... I I think they tried to whitewash her a little bit. Okay. In the cartoon. Um, what was really nice in the 2000 X-Men movie when she had a small cameo was there was an Asian mm-hmm. playing her, which was yeah. really good. But I think even... Actress. Can you say Asian, Asian actress? It's weird when you say there was an Asian playing her. Asian <laughs> actress playing her. But which is really nice because they always try to kind of whitewash her mm-hmm. a little bit. Even in the... Not in the drawings... Not in the actual comic, but I just felt like the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon. And very, then this movie, And then yeah. in this movie, 110%. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Angelo is a Hispanic kid, yes. and then there's um, there's the M, o- Monet, um, and mm-hmm. then Manda. Okay, I didn't remember any of their yeah. names. Zulwino M. So, so what they had was um, Angelo, Jubilee, and um, M. They were from the comics. Okay. So they were actually part of. Generation X comics. Okay. Um, so then we meet the other kids. So they were, so M is basically the perfect mutant. What is she from? So she's not she, from Generation X. She is. She's oh. Yep. She was made for Generation X. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, because you just listed off those three, and yeah. then you left M out. I thought. No, they were made for the comic Generation X. Oh, okay. So. So M was made for this movie, then? No, she was made for the comic. Okay. Jubilee, Skin, and M. Were oh, the original okay. Generation X. I thought you said Mondo, not M. Okay. No, I, I called her Monet. Okay. But they then also called her M. Okay. Um, in the comics, those three were actually the original class of Generation okay. X in the comics. So then, um, I see it said here that Mondo was actually from the comics, but I don't remember him. Mm-hmm. But he. So let's go with the powers. So Jubilee. Shoots light from her fingers. Yeah. Skin stretches. Um, yeah, they made it very gross. Yeah. Like, it it seemed very, very painful, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Well, when he was having his, um, when he was getting, like, when he was getting his chest pulled by Mondo. Yeah. Like, he was screaming in pain. Well, when his sister was holding his hand yeah. while his dad was kept driving away, he was yelling. Right. So it's almost like, your powers aren't, like, why is it hurt? No. It hurt. So, um... Well, because it's, like, it's basically the same thing as what Dr. Fantastic does. Mr. Fantastic. Whatever. But he doesn't scream when he stretches. No, it's very weird. It was very (laughs) weird. It's very... I don't understand. What? He's a doctor. Okay, but his name is Mr. Fantastic. Oh, Jesus. Who fucking cares? (laughs) 
people listening to this podcast. But if I said Dr. Fantastic and you heard it, you would have flipped out on me. No, because that's what I think he's called. <laughs> that's not the name. <laughs> Any. Okay. Yeah, and they're villain, Mr. Doom. Victor. Yes, but Dr. <laughs> Doom. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> anyway, so skin stretches. Um, M is like the perfect mutant. And mm-hmm. she says that. So she's, she, has, <laughs> she knows it. <laughs> yeah. She, you know, she's super smart. She's kind of invincible. She has, uh, she can, she's super strong. Those type of things. So she's the perfect mutant. She has an attitude okay. about it. So then they also have Mondo. Mondo, they said was in the comic, but he, um, I don't know if he was in generation X, but he's a known mutant. And basically anything he touches, he can take on the texture. Um, okay. So if he p- touches a rock, he becomes really hard. What? Yes! <laughs> if he touches a rock... With a teenage boy, is hard all the time. <laughs> if he touches a rock, his, Wait. Becomes, his skin becomes rock hard. That's like somebody from S.H.I.E.L.D. that happens. Yes, uh, Absorbing Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, is, is that his name? I think his name's Absorbing Man. I do not remember him being I, called Absorbing Man, I but that is a terrible name. <laughs> that was his name. That was his name, I believe, in the comic. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I think it was, I, I don't know if they called him Absorbing Man in Shield, but that was yeah, I believe. I mean, oh, you that's can check, terrible. I believe that's what his name is. That's a terrible name, right? But he, so I do not believe he was right. called that in the show. But okay, go ahead. But um, so like they even made a joke about you know he doesn't like Jell-O. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't I guess want to become squishy. And so soft. even if he like ate Jell-O, he would become squishy. No, because when he picked up the rock or the rock. He kind of held on to it for a minute, and you kind of like he had to try because it's not like when he picked up a wooden mallet, he then splintered. Right? I don't know. So I kind of feel like he has to try. <laughs> but they just made a funny joke about how he doesn't like Jello. Yeah. So I mean, because he has to eat, <laughs> but he doesn't general. have to eat Jello. Right. Wait, but he uh, he doesn't eat hard things all the time. He has to eat some sauce. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> a bunch of soft cheese. Right. So, so there's Mondo. Then there was somebody. So her name is Buff. Yes. And she just was like really strong. Her muscles were really. Um, she was supposed to be. They made fun about how she's grotesque looking because she can't control her how big her muscles look and yeah. all that. Type so of stuff. grotesque. She's basically like an American gladiator. Right. Is but, what she looks. They also like. basically put her in really long, like flowy sweaters. And things like that. But so well, she, yeah, she was wearing like sweat, like giant. Right. She dressed like you in right. 95. Yeah. Um, but she's just really, like, she's supposed to be really strong and things like that. She reminded me, and then I did some research into it, because she reminded me of a character from Generation X um, called Husk. Hu- Mondo and Buff reminded me of Husk. And Husk is a character who she's actually able to tear her skin mm-hmm. off. And underneath her skin is another texture if she wanted to. So if she wanted to make her skin super hard, she would actually have to tear off. (laughs) Oh, is that painful? Does she scream like skin does? No, but she tears off her first layer of skin, and then it would be a hard layer. So how does she get back to her regular skin? Tears off the hard. She can tear off her, you know, um, skin. So that's why they call her husk. You know, it's like husking corn. Or something like yeah, that. No. So, <laughs> <I don't get laughs> it. so anyway, so so Buff 
I thought reminded me of Husk, and then they said that they made her um, because um, to replace Husk. Okay. Um, which was really cool that they did that. And then there was this somebody who um, his name was Refrax, and he reminded me of basically Cyclops. Yeah. Kind of. He had eye powers, <laughs> and he could shoot lasers from his eyes. But he wore glasses, but he didn't have to wear the glasses because mm-hmm. he had control over the laser beams in his eyes. But he also could use X-ray vision, okay, and things like that. So, yeah. So those those were the main mutants that they had. Okay. So they were trying to make it like they threw a few people from the comic, the Generation X comic, and then they mm-hmm. added a couple people to to be familiar to other people that they had. So basically. The rest of the movie is, you know, them being in school and having their school issues and fights and no one's getting, no one likes Skin except for Jubilee. Yeah, everybody like really hates him. Yeah. And I don't, but also like, like, none of, like I said, none of these characters are likable. No, no, none of them are. I mean, so M's not supposed to be likable. Yeah. Also, Emma Frost isn't supposed to be likable. Right, which is fine. Which is fine. Banshee is okay. I didn't really care about it. annoyed me. Buff was all right. Yeah. Skin was, he was. She was way too pretty for me to yeah. feel bad for her, though. And skin was just a little annoying, too. We just wanted to have friends. I don't know. They were, I don't know. Oh, my God. They were all, they all were just so stupid. So, you know, so basically, Skin and Jubilee become friends. Yeah. You know, because they're the outcasts. Because she fell asleep on him in the back of the car like on the so way to X Academy. Um, he is very into computers and science. Um, and. He was like he he's working on the for some reason the security system you have to code. Yeah, I don't the understand. They were like do. running drills, yeah, and was he was in charge of the computer. So I basically, don't know. he finds out he see, finds Emma's old dream machine in one of the rooms. Yeah, in the mansion when he's going through the, the he's like, hey Jubilee, system. let's go poke around right, and so, find this dream machine. Right. Oh, he was also in the library reading Emma's writings <laughs> on mutant dreams and things like that. Oh my gosh! Um, you know, so they find the machine. Basically, he goes. Jubilee goes first, and she goes into Dream World, and she runs into Trash. Yeah. Russell, and he's being they very... They cross paths yeah. in Dreamworld. And he's being very weird and things like that. Um, so then she gets out scared and tells Skin not to go in, but then he goes in and he becomes friends. Yeah. With Russell. With, well, because Russell's like, hey, see this hot chick you met at the mm-hmm. carnival? Let's talk don't, her into... Don't you want me to plant a subliminal right. message so that you two can bone? So basically, he wants mutants to test uh, so mm-hmm. he's still into wanting to test on mutants. We learn that he's crazy. Mm-hmm. He gets fired from his job um, of going into people's brains because now the board people are just like, wait, you did it to us? <laughs> so now we're mad and you're fired. Um, the police go into his house where he's in his dream machine and they take him out. So then he's in a coma yeah. and he's stuck in dream world. Right. So he's actually, I think because he's stuck in Dreamworld, he's able to go between anybody's dreams. I mean, I don't really understand Dreamworld. Right, but Maybe I should have watched Inception. But you don't have to be in the machine to be in Dreamworld. Because he goes to his girlfriend. Right, you just have to be dreaming. Right. But in, in order to navigate the Dreamworld superhighway... He highway, be in the machine. <laughs> but he's not in the machine anymore. 
Well, because... But he's stuck in it. Because if you're in the machine, you're consciously moving through dream world. Right. Whereas if you're just dreaming... Right. But even though... See, like, as I'm explaining it to myself, right. it's making more but sense. Even as Russell is taken out of the machine suddenly, his body's still stuck and able to navigate through dream world. Because he mind. was still on the highway. His mind. His mind. Well, his yeah. body's stuck. His, his mind. astral form. Let's call it that. Whatever. Minds. So, yeah. So, he's... Through Hallowell. So he's still able to kind of do that stuff. So he's basically befriends this teenager, Skid, no, he, and to use him. Yeah. And trying to get him to. He seduces him with the promise of teenage sex. <laughs> yes. And then it's just basically like, oh, you know Emma Frost? And he's basically like, you should come <laughs> be my friend. And because he wanted to chop open his head, basically. <laughs> To get his brain. So then they find out, Emma finds out about it, Jubilee tells her, and basically Emma's like, we need to go on our first X-Men X-Men mission, and she sent them all in Dream World. Yeah, it was, and then she was doing something in Dream World? Well, she was, but she was using her Guiding mind Guiding them? She was using her mind to keep the Dream World door open. Because they didn't have enough machines for everyone to understand any of it. So basically, they have their fight. They use their powers to fight Russell. And she was going to sacrifice herself and stay in the dream. But Skid sacrificed himself. He put his arm down. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. What Skid did to... No, didn't Skid wrap his body around Russell and knocked him off the Mm -hmm. cliff? I don't remember. Yeah, so no, what Skin did to sacrifice himself was he wrapped his body around Russell very all weird. Yes. Didn't scream then. No. But so he did he that. He got a handle on the pain. He, knock, he knocks Russell off the highway, <laughs> the dream highway, because if you fall in the abyss, you're stuck there forever. <laughs> so he wraps his body around Russell's body. Okay. Knocks them all down. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, Skin's dead. This is sad. And they're but all... then he reaches up. Yeah. And then his hand, and then he comes up, and then they all leave. Yay. Dreams. And then they're all happy. It's not a great plot. So I just have to say, I know we didn't explain it well. <laughs> I recommend that if you have any memory of this movie, go to YouTube and watch it. I recommend that if you've never seen this movie, that you don't. Right. And honestly, if you have seen it, probably don't watch it again because it will underwhelm you. No. I, you know what? No. I disagree. Zero stars would not recommend. Okay. No. I've already skipped forward to the I rating. I had a nostalgic thing about this movie. For 95, 96, for what they did, they had a person who stretched. I've never seen that on TV before. <laughs> like, it was, these were all, like, I saw Jubilee, a character I was following in comics and the cartoon, live action. Emma Frost, who I, like, who I knew, personally. Like, <laughs> we're on a first name basis. But, like, it was just, it was really cool. This is my first time seeing live action X-Men. Mm-hmm. And I think if you have, I, I don't think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. But... As a movie, I would give it a two. Okay. But as a nostalgic thing, I would give this movie all my money. If they had it on DVD, I would buy it. I would pay to watch extra features. The making of? Let's do one of those. Like, I just, it just, it was really nice to see. It was, it was nice. I, I went back to 95, 96 Parker. Okay. And it was just really an enjoyable movie for a bad movie. It's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
but the nostalgic factor was there for me, and I can't believe that in 96 I even thought it was good. Yeah. So I have to say, it held up to my memory of joy when I was watching it. Alright, are you done? Yes. I like this movie! There's nobody in this world who loves bad movies more than me. No. The amount of bad movies that I've seen right. and love right. is just right. infinity. This movie was so terrible. I think at one point I screamed well, yeah, through it, it. It's a very typical made-for-TV movie. They're bad. But it was so bad. Yes. And I don't have any... It's a zero for right. me. No, as a movie, it's a two for me. I can't okay. give it a zero. But as a nostalgic thing that let me see X-Men for the first time in live action, I enjoyed it. Okay. So. I just, I honestly didn't like any of, any, anyone in the movie. No, the characters were very. I honestly may have hated them all. The characters were very unlikable. I didn't remember them all being this unlikable, Mm -hmm. but boy, they were unlikable. They were not great. No, they were not great. Nothing, like the storyline sucked. I didn't understand most of it. Yeah. 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 But you know what? It was live action X-Men, and I was very happy about that. So. Alright. Alright, let's stop talking about this movie, because I feel like you're getting mad at me. (laughs) Awesome, what's our next series that we're going to be... Oh my gosh, we're going to be watching Mission Impossible. Super excited. We're going to see Tom Cruise run in ever-increasing length. I was looking it up, because the most recent one came out, what, two years ago? Yeah. The first one was 96. Yeah. I just Same forgot that it this was came out. so yeah. long ago. And guess what? Um, it does suck. Well, no, because... <laughs> okay. These are two different budgets. I'm sure they had a bigger budget than this, than the $4 million budget they had for this X-Men one. But, yeah, so we're going to do... So, so we're kind of doing a, a series that's a little different than the typical superhero movies. But I would... Say that. So this last one really was the sixth one. Yeah. Why did I only think it was the I fifth? I don't know. One? I really think um, oh, Rogue Nation. Ethan Hawke. Not Ethan Hawke. Wow. Ethan. What's his last name in the movie? No, I almost said Ethan Embry. Yes, <laughs> Ethan I'm Hunt. Hunt. But I, was, I said yeah. Hawke. You were closer. Um. So Ethan Hunt. At, you know, or maybe it's just Tom Cruise is the superhero. I don't know, but these are like. Very superhero-y type yes. things that he does. Yes. So, well, it's very... Yeah. That's and, why we kind of feel good, okay with doing this In this movie, there's so many... Like, the first Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. there's so many iconic things from it. Like, the mask. Right. And, and the, I haven't seen it in so long. The first yeah. One, so. If, full disclosure, I did re-watch this series last year, I mm-hmm. want to say. Um, or maybe a year and a half ago. I mean, what is even time right now? Right. Um, but... I mean, they all hold up. Yeah. They're I'm, like, I'm very excited. I haven't seen it in years. I'm tingly. So I'm very I'm excited. I'm very excited as well. So that's going to be our series. Yes. So we're going to be doing <clears throat> six Mission Impossible movies. And then we'll do a couple of one-offs again and then mm-hmm. another series. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Another Allison pick, Parker pick. Yep. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> all right. So. Or maybe you'll go first. Yeah. We'll Parker see. pick, Allison we'll pick. Out. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So this has been Insert Super Fun here. I've been Allison. I've been Parker. Is that not how we do no, it? No, that's not how we oh. do it. See, first of all, you don't say that no. part. So then I got super confused. Right. 
All right. Um, I've been Allison. And I've been Parker. And this has been Insert Super Fun here. <laughs> I remember it in half, Parker.